everybody i'm back once more i know it might be a little shocking to only hear one voice right now um we'll be talking to venus hot and top pretty soon i'm sure but right now it's just me grandois the nicole here at world stop web i hope you all are doing well i like to start out the show with checking that even though you can't directly answer me i just want to sort of manifest that for you and just like make you feel good i feel like that's kind of my duty right so per use you know, we always start out the show with what's in the stars. Um, I keep hearing a lot about struggles and things that people are having with this Mercury retrograde. Um, me personally, Mercury used to kick my ass, but I really, I really like had to, in my regular daily life, not just during retrograde, hint, hint, wink, wink, um, shade, I just had to work on what I felt like my communication flaws were, whether it be within myself, outside of myself, in my relationships, business-wise. And that's also really important when it comes to your natal chart, where your Mercury may fall is uh, important. But this Mercury retrograde is in the sign of Aries. So Aries, which we have an episode coming up for, by the way, shout out to the Aries. Um, Aries is a fire sign, okay? It's the first fire sign. So it's sort of the baby of the fire signs, but that means that it's the progenitor of things. It's the creator of things. They get shit started, you know? With those horns, they ram shit and make it happen, right? So when you take that energy, okay, and you mix in the, the color, the feel of Mercury and what Mercury does, okay, and then you put it in retrograde, this can cause a lot of fiery combustion, all right? A lot of um, maybe argumentative behavior. Uh, you know, just watch out for stuff like that. Anytime you have a Mercury retrograde in a fire sign, you want to keep it really, really, really cute as far as just keeping, um, just know for a fact what's going on, what the energy calls for, and how you need to react. Don't react how you feel, okay? Because retrogrades are always a test. It's always a test to make sure you have your foundations together or it's going to shake you up a little bit and give you a little bit of a rumble until you either get the point or you crumble, okay? So that's what's going on in the stars. For the most part, that's sort of the largest thing that's happening right now. It's a lot of shit going on. But that's the biggest thing that I hear people emailing us about and writing us about and commenting and things like that. Um, before I really get started, started, I want to, because I always forget to do this when I confused ass. I want you guys to go follow us on all of the social medias, on Twitter, on Instagram. Facebook is probably my most popular medium, but we're World Stop Web everything okay it's on everything it's world stop web if you want to find me personally on facebook my name is antoine cornelius on um instagram which i hardly use but by all means come look and see how cute i am it's grandbois underscore the nicole i know there's some controversy about how to spell that so let's do it g-r-a-n-d-b-o-i-s underscore t-h-e-e-n-a-a-c-a-l that's all. Grandbois the Nicol. Somebody asked me what's a Nicol. The Nicol um, priesthood, if you um, are familiar, they were the priesthood of the mythical city of Atlantis. They were the most spiritual beings there. Uh, they were the connection to whatever deities they may have been worshiping or working with at that time. I fancy myself to be an incarnate of one of those people, hence 
the name because a lot of the shit I know, it just seems like common sense to me. And then I find a book later and it's like, oh, cool. Somebody else knows too. And then I meet other people who don't necessarily do that. I impart a little wisdom and things get better. Next thing I know, boom, I have a show called World Stop Web. So guys, just go follow us on the social medias and all of that jazz. But let's get to today's subject. Okay, so I've been brainstorming with my friends and I wanted to give you guys another series, something that's not Zodiac related necessarily, but I know that um, the Zodiac is something that crosses a lot of borders. A lot of people can relate to it. So I figured what would be a good way to sort of keep that energy in mind and keep that train rolling, but to evolve it. We're rolling into season two now. You know, um, I think it's time for people to graduate with the show. So what this particular show is called is Flowing Freely, okay? Today, I'm going to talk about how to not only recognize but control the cycles that come in your life. So before we can even get too deep into that subject, we need to know verbiage, okay? We need to know what exactly is a cycle. When you hear the word cycle, you might even envision a circle in your head, and you're not far off. That's, that's that, that is the pictorial that you kind of want in your mind right now. It is defined as a series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order, a complete set or series, okay? And that makes it measurable. That makes it something that you could, as a cognizant and conscious individual, you could begin to harness. If you notice it, you begin to record and recognize, like I said, and then you can take control of said cycle and either break it, you can expand it, you can contract it. It depends on what the particular cycle is, okay? So the first thing that's important when it comes to these here cycles, because we all have them, okay? Everybody uh, gets stuck in what we call a rut. You know, it seems like something keeps happening to you or you keep having the same reaction to a certain situation or there's a person even, it can manifest in different ways, you know? There's always something that returns and you're faced with a decision that you have to make. And it's usually a decision that you have made before and, um, you know, in some way, shape, or form, probably didn't get what you were supposed to energetically out of the situation, relationship, or whatever the case may be. So these cycles come to us via our, our, our higher selves, okay? So the universe, God, whatever you particularly call it, that's fine. Cycles are there to, to let you know that you are stuck, to let you know that there is something mentally, physically, or spiritually that you're supposed to rectify. So you'll keep getting thumped on the head by something until you get the damn point, okay? So let's see, um, what's one of my cycles? Okay, in lieu of Mercury retrograde, I'm going to be open with everybody. I had, have, and am working on a communication issue which could even um, make it difficult to be on a platform like this, you know, if you don't have your mind right, if you don't have goals set and things like this. But my particular cycle is I seem to always um, form relationships with people and then sort of become distant and cold and, and, and really um, selfishly cutting things and people away and leaving them where they lie and going on about my business, which 
our generation thinks that's sort of like a really good thing. They think that's a, a powerful trait to have. Um, being somebody that naturally has it, I beg to differ. I don't want anybody listening to this show to think by any means I have it all figured out and I know everything, but what I do know is me, okay? I know that that particular cycle that I'm stuck in, that I was stuck in, that I have been stuck in, um, is something that I need to break because of how it affects me, because of how it affects whether it be my business or my relationships, my happiness, my joy, you know, it affects me negatively from my perception. So from my perception, I then have to make the decision if it is worth the work that I need to put into it. Okay, you oftentimes people notice these cycles and they sort of get spooked by them. Um, a good example of that would be something like a relationship cycle, somebody that you love and that loves you. And you always end up in this sort of cyclical um, betrayal or abuse or whatever the case may be. It just never really ends up well. And there are things there are little hints inside of each storyline individually for all of us and maybe you know if you guys email me at antoine bh a-n-t-o-i-n-e-b-h at worldstopinc.com um we can get more into the more individual stuff but just for the broad spectrum there's always hints there's always a method to the cycle there's always a pattern there's always you can see in hindsight how something was and you can see in the future how something is going to be what we often do is deny ourselves that foresight you know simply out of having hope for something or whatever the case may be the way I see it is you don't want to assume that everything is a cycle just because something is happening but you know you know when something happens to you and it continues to happen and it happens over and over, especially when the variables change. It might be a relationship issue that you have with over the course of your life with multiple men or women. It might not just be one person. If it's that one person, that could be, you know, something a little bit more personalized. But if it's something on that wide of a scale, that's also a cycle. And those things can frighten people sometimes because that means you have to dig extremely deep in your own mind, in your own feelings, as we call them, your feels. You have to dig really deep into your own soul and dig yourself out of a hole, a very human hole. Now, when I use the, uh, the term human, what I'm talking about is humanity itself, the idea of humanity is flawed. And if you disagree, you won't in a few seconds. Every time someone does something that and makes a mistake or does something bad, what do they say? Well, I'm only human. I can only do so much, you know, and that's imperfect, okay? That we know. Raised in a religious background, it's, it's very common for us to perceive perfection to be, you know, God or the Messiah of God. That concept doesn't change when you become a spiritually inclined person. Just because you separate from church and religion doesn't mean that all of that stuff goes out the window. It means that you have to reconfigure how you look at things, how you assess shit, okay? So getting close to perfection, uh, reaching and striving for perfection is not a bad thing. And that's something you need to keep in mind when it comes time for you to break a cycle or to control a cycle. Okay, you need to keep in mind that they, at the end of the day, it's your mental, spiritual, and physical health that is the supreme ruler of everything that you are. Okay, so if something is going against that, you have a duty, an absolute duty, 
to handle that accordingly, okay? If it's something that's minor, you handle it like it's minor. If it's something that's major, you handle it like it's major. Now, that doesn't necessarily always mean cutting things and people off. Like I said, I don't want to push that message. That's what I do slash did slash I fuck with it for real, for real. It'll get me through. But like I said, I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. What you can also do is control your cycles, okay? You can grab the reins, so to speak. Um, another good example of this, I'll take the same example that I used before with the relationship issues. Let's say somebody realizes, and we see this a lot, let's say somebody realizes they, that they have a cycle when it comes to relationships. They may always attract abusive relationships, right? Okay, so oftentimes what you see as a coping me mechanism from people is they may become a certain type of person. Instead of changing the situation, they'll change themselves. Ooh, we actually see that a lot nowadays, don't we? That's where you get people becoming cold and heartless, and I got this icebox where my heart used to be, ass niggas, you know. That's where all of that comes from. Instead of changing the stimuli, instead of changing the experiment, instead of changing the cycle, or at least controlling the cycle, people elect to just change themselves and calcify certain parts of their personality or whatever the case may be out of fear, anger, and pain, and all of this shit. But you also have the type of people who are able to grab the reins of their cycle. Like I was saying, somebody who may have the same relationship issues as the other person. They always attract abusive relationships or there's always betrayal in their relationships, whether it be from them or the other person. That would be someone who would... Um, let's say grow up and become the type of person who doesn't settle down, the type of person who knows how relationships are going to end before they start, which in part is manifesting it. This spirituality stuff is pretty sticky. You know, that's why your mind is important. And they're partially manifesting that for themselves, but they partially are aware of their cycles and that they're still in a cycle and haven't broken a cycle. So instead of doing that, they'll grab control of the cycle. Okay, well, what can I get out of this? What can I make positive for me? And that's where people start to um, change their own mindsets, their own personalities and things. We call it growing up when really it's, it's, it's more so losing wisdom than it is gaining it emotionally anyway. And you, we know that in our, in our community, emotional literacy might be at an all-time low as of 2018 AD. And uh, we, we have to rectify that, but it starts with self. Everything starts with self. Everything starts with the personal. Everything starts within your own mind, okay? So with the cycles being measurable, you can, once you get to a certain level of consciousness, you really, and this is what meditation is, is kind of for. You know, everyone thinks that meditation is something where you're supposed to always sit and have this blank mind and not see anything hear anything and just be a mountain and in a lot of cases it is depending on what it, what it is you're trying to do but what I found is initially in my first couple of stages of um, becoming a spiritual adept I realized that a lot of meditation is processing a lot of it is sitting and allowing yourself to look back on things in, in that 2020 hindsight vision and, and notice those cycles and see when they began and when they ended, what the middle point was, what the highlight was, what the low point was, and be able to really assess that from a fourth dimensional point of view. You want to take yourself out 
of the equation or out of the cycle. And meditation is really, it's a really, really good way to do that. It's a really good conduit to sort of have that out of body experience, if you will, to be able to step back, stand back and look at yourself like you're a piece of the problem and not like you're the piece on the board, you know, which is what your ego will do in regular waking life. That's what your brain's function is to do while you're awake, is to make you that nigga or that nigga, that neglect. You know, it's to make you the only thing that's important. If nobody else loves you, your brain and your white blood cells are your best fucking friends. Their entire duty is to protect you, you know, and protecting you means that everything has to be about you. Meditation silences that part of the mind. With training and with time, with practice, it silences that part of the mind so that you can more objectively sit back and look at things. This is an extremely important part when it comes to recognizing your cycles, let alone trying to control them and or eradicate them. Um, you, you definitely have to be able to take a breather, just step back, separate yourself from the feelings. Um, feelings and emotions aren't the same thing. Example. I feel irritated when my brother does something to piss me off, but that doesn't change the emotion of love that I have for him. You know what I'm saying? Feelings are temporary, they're minor, they're tiny, and they're obtrusive. I mean, they, they actually sort of get in the way for a lot of shit when it comes to larger picture things. They're important, evolutionarily speaking, fight or flight, those are feelings, you know? So... Um, you want to be able to separate yourself from those, though, because like I was saying, feelings are also, they're also ran by the ego, all right? So the ego is what needs to be silenced in order for any of this to work. So your main objective with meditation initially, when you begin to enter those levels of consciousness, is to process and assess. Look back on things, allow your, your mind to, to wander, you know, and that's probably the opposite of what you're going to hear a lot of places you go. But it's such an important part of the of the process, because if you don't, then what you find yourself doing is sitting there denying thoughts, denying feelings and emotions um, and denying something is the same thing as begging for it. Energetically speaking, you know, to say I won't, I won't, I won't the way the universe interprets that is I will, I will, I will. I like I want even depending on how much emotion you have behind the sentiment. So it's extremely important for you to think of it sort of as a hard dry flush. You definitely want to um, cleanse your mind in that way spiritually. And this, this goes beyond even the cycles. This is uh, foundational when it comes to all manner of, of spiritual practice. You know, meditation, that's why it's done world over because it, it's really imperative to be able to, on a scientific level, change your brain waves you know, to be able to adjust them and slow them down a bit and make them a lot more um, godly is the word. Y'all know that's my word. So once you do that, then you can reflect, look back, see your cycles, understand when they began, the middle, you know, when they end. And then you can decide, okay, is this something that I need to rid myself of or is this, something, is this a wave I need to ride? Um, and that happens a lot of times, too. Like, for instance, I also have a cycle, and, and all cycles are negative, but I also have a cycle where I have the ability to attract things and people to me depending on what it is that I may need at that time. If I need somebody who has a marketing degree, 
boom, I end up meeting somebody who has a marketing degree. And I mean, that's a, that's a, a cycle dealing with what I'm going through in life right now when I'm putting together. If that's something that I need, if that's the cycle that's going on, I'm not eradicating that particular cycle. What I'm going to do is ride that way for sure. That's controlling your cycles and understanding that there's something about you, there's something about your energy field that has a certain effect on your environment. You know, it doesn't have to be negative all the time. It shouldn't be negative a lot of times. Negative is a point of view. For real, for real. You can take anything that's negative and turn it into some sort of positive. Even if it's not the positive that you want, you can always turn it into something productive. And that's the goal. So this is the beginning of an entire series. I know this show is really short, but that's a synopsis. I want you guys to know what it is we're going to be getting into. I'm going to have different people coming in to talk about this, different experiences. Eventually, I want to get people on the phone lines to give us stories. I want to read some of your emails. But today, I just wanted to break it down so you knew what we were going to be getting into. Now, I do have a bit of a treat. I didn't want to just present you all with this information and not really give you some form of wisdom on how to truly get to it all. Okay, so you know my good friends and I, we're practitioners of Afro-spirituality, and we waste no time. When things are unfortunate and unpleasant for me, I'm not going to sit around and wait for things to get better. What I'm going to do is make them better, okay? That's the purpose of the God self. I don't, I don't wait for um, things to happen for me. I make them happen, whether, whether it be with my own physical action or whether I sit down and say a spell and kill somebody. That's my business, and I get it popping either way. So what I want to do is a friend and I actually have a, a system, a set of rituals that we do that follow the sun cycle, the zodiac that we all love, and also the moon cycle that, you know, changes every month. It's something that will help you follow the flow. Now, one of the best things I think I did spiritually was sort of put my rhythm the rhythm of my life in tune with that of nature okay so for instance I begin things in the spring they flourish and begin to proliferate in the summer I harvest them in the fall and in the winter time that's when we go to the drawing board for either what's coming up next year or for the upgrade. And if you follow the flow of the show, you'll see that the show was the same sort of situation. Actually, the show came out in October. That was reaping season. That's when we started planning everything in the spring. And then I met my producer and manager and everything in the summer. It started to begin to flourish. And in the fall, I began to reap and post and speak to you all. So what we'll be doing in our private Facebook group it is Mystics and Warlocks. That's M-Y-S-T-I-X-A-N-D-W-A-R-L-O-X. We will be giving weekly and monthly breakdown synopsis on how to avoid these issues. I, we were actually going to start it at the beginning of Aries season, and we didn't have enough people who were interested at the time. And then Mercury retrograde hit, and now everybody needs help. Everybody needs a little bit of a nudge on what to do with this because it's a it's a doozy like it's in a fire sign it's in Aries at that Aries is kind of annoying I can say that because my daddy is an Aries so it's fine don't get too salty but it's just um it's a lot so what we're going to do is we're going to start the program anyway privately in the group and just keep everybody abreast 
of the energy that you kind of need to follow if you want to keep shit in order. Like I said, um, a lot of the stuff is personal, though. A lot of it will depend on things like your natal chart. A lot of it will depend on things like your mindset. It'll depend on your past. It'll depend on your occupation. It might depend on your partner. There's so many things that make it personalized. And for things like that, you have to contact us separately. But what we will be doing is letting everybody in the group understand um, energy. It, it can be positive or negative and it doesn't have a preference for either you know the the energy is it's it's benign and it's up to the creator or the person to manifest it how it so be so depending on your mindset and what's going on in the stars and all types of other shit things can manifest negatively for you this mercury retrograde has been great for me but like i said i at least have admitted to my communication issues, began working on them seriously and holistically from the root, from the core, at least the way I perceive. And um, I take that journey seriously. So when Mercury retrogrades come around, I don't really get fucked with for the most part. It's kind of a breeze for me. It used to be that it would hit me two weeks early for some way, for some reason. I don't, I don't know why, but I would get Mercury retrograde two weeks before everybody else. And then by the time it got to them, I was like, in the last little bit of it and I was cool but now it seems to not be getting me much at all so just to reiterate um we're going to be starting the series flowing freely how to control your cycles okay because these are things that we encounter every day you have more than one cycle at once I guarantee you as do I it's all of us but the the trick comes in in the recognition of that cycle, the understanding of what it is, what it does, and what it has the capacity to manifest for you, and um, deciding whether or not it's something you want to keep or you want to get rid of. That is your decision as the person that's in the driver's seat of your life. So this is Grand Boavi Nicole here at World Stop Web. I'm so happy that you guys came. I love you. Email us, write us, share, like, comment, subscribe, all that good shit, and I love you. Bye. Stop. Carry on. Carry on.